those last-minute Christmas gifts, too, if you want that remote car starter. They've been hopping with that. We'll also talk a little bit today about the car that got me here today, which was the 2015 Buick LaCrosse. It's the Buick that doesn't really look like a Buick. Well, it still looks like a Buick, but if you believe some of the commercials, we'll also talk about some maintenance. Uh, We'll also, uh, a little bit later, be talking about a a book called The Art of the Corvette. We will be getting one of those to give away before too, too long. And also, uh, we'll have more auto show tickets coming up. I don't have them yet. But I've been promised, and uh, and I wasn't at work yesterday, so uh, they very well could be at work. So uh, I'll know about that, and we'll have plenty to give away between now and the time the auto show starts, which is the uh, Martin Luther King uh, long weekend. So we'll talk about that, too. And so we have uh, lots of stuff to talk about, and, of course, we want to talk to you. And you can give us a call at 617-770-3030, 617-770-3030, and, uh, you know, Help us test out the equipment, make sure it all works. I got an article from its a, a website called carinsurance.com, and it says the ugliest 2014 new and redesigned cars. And it says how the voters ranked the top 10 ugliest new models or redesigns for 2014. In 10th uh, place, the BMW i8, which I don't agree with that. I don't know that that's an ugly car. It's an awkward car to get in and out of, I'll say that. It's really fast, and it's a hybrid. Uh, then there is the Honda Accord plug-in hybrid, which also was rated pretty ugly in ninth place. The Jeep Cherokee, which uh, I have to admit I'm not a fan of it, but as they were designing the Jeep Cherokee, it was one of those things they had to design it for the future a little bit, and they think that's what the future is going to look like. Mitsubishi Outlander, I like the looks of the Outlander. Toyota 4Runner, Mitsubishi Mirage. BMW i3, that's their electric uh, small car. Uh, it's an interesting look, I guess. Uh, in second or in third place, the Fiat 500L, which I think is just kind of that unique sort of style. Kia Soul, and the ugliest car out of all of these, the Chevy Spark EV. They picked on a lot of EVs here, it seems like, so uh, not, sure why, not sure why that was the case. Um, it said uh, in the article, he was a, uh, they were a bit surprised the Spark EV, which is an electric model, sold only in a few states such as California and Oregon, topped the list because it looks similar to the standard Spark model, which has sold well. They did things like close up the grill because on electric vehicles it improves aerodynamics, which also improves efficiency, so it didn't make sense. It looks the way it does, but it didn't sit well in the eyes of the survey responders. Respondents gave the following as reasons why they would buy a Spark EV. They wanted to be different. They all said they could afford it. Um, They don't know it's ugly. Uh, In car design, sometimes uh, the size of the car matters. Um, The person who did the survey noted that the top five models are all small hatchbacks, which may be why people found them less desirable. Hatchbacks in the United States don't do that well. Uh, people associate size and uh, with humbleness, so to speak, and when they see a small hatchback, uh, they don't see it as sometimes quite as pretty, and sometimes they think it's uh, cheap or ugly. For instance, the Mirage is one of the least expensive on the market. If the cars were bigger, they would uh, have a different size and shape, nose and grill. 
And it appears that beauty is in the eye of the beholder, even when it comes to design. The Soul and the Cherokee are selling like crazy, so it's clearly a polarizing style that's not impacting the sales of those cars. 9% of the respondents have declined a ride because the driver's car was too ugly. I don't know anybody that would decline a ride because someone had an ugly car, but I guess some people think they do. Uh, 41% of the drivers said they would buy an ugly car if it was less expensive than others on their list, and 45% of men compared to 36% of women said they would they would do the same. All but the BMW i3 and i8 models in our survey cost well below the average new car price of $33,754. I think what's interesting about that is the average new car price today is $33,754. That was... That, there wasn't that many years ago that that would tip the luxury tax scale at thirty-two thousand dollars. When you when you came up over thirty-two thousand, you were actually into luxury tax territory. And now the average transaction price of a new car is thirty-three thousand seven hundred and fifty-four dollars, as reported by Kelly Blue Book. For example, the Spark EV is nineteen thousand nine hundred ninety-five dollars. The Kia Soul is. $15,495, the Fiat 500L is about $20,000, and the Mirage is $12,995. The Mirage is one of those cars that's powered by a three-cylinder engine. It gets ridiculously good gas mileage. It's only 79 horsepower. I've never driven one. It looks like it might be a little bit of a challenge, uh, you know, to, you know, as far as power and performance. Uh, but if you're looking for hybrid-like fuel economy or, you know, well over 40 miles per gallon, if that's all you're looking for, they, there you go. So um, it says here it's uh, not what you say, it's how you say it. When a friend or relative buys a frightful car, the majority of those surveys said they'd respond diplomatically, although twice as many men as women say that they'd be blunt about their opinion. Here's how they responded. Um not my style, but good for you. Women said that more than men. Lions say you don't you you think the car's terrific. Uh, pretty evenly spaced between men and women on that one. This is ugly. I can't believe you bought it. Men said that twice as often as women. So kind of an interesting interesting little survey there. And then there is uh, this book called The Art of the Corvette, which is coming out. And uh, it looks like a really interesting book. It's, it's got a lot of, you know, the whole design of Corvettes in it. And it's it just uh, something that when it comes out, we will definitely be sending me a copy. And like all things I get, I typically give them away. So they're going to send me a copy of the art of the Corvette. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to look at that and see, uh, see what it's like and talk about it a little bit. And then we'll give it away. So that'll be... That'll be uh, Kind of a nice thing to see, I think. And uh, from the people at Mazda, Mazda's uh, uh, one of their PR people, Oct Octavio Navarro, who used to work for Ford and now works for an agency that supports Mazda. He says, I wanted to share with uh, the following Mazda Drive for Good news in case you missed it because I thought it might be of interest during the season of giving. The second year of Mazda's Drive for Good program recently kicked off with donations of $30,000 to um, 3B, it's uh, Braden's Brown Bags. And uh, if you want to see all about it, you go to uh, 
there's a YouTube channel. If you Google YouTube and if you Google Mazda and Mini Driver together, you'll see how she made the announcements. But 3B is a foundation that packs and delivers brown bags to people and places in need. It also hosts events and fundraisers to help raise money for the organization. The Mazda Drive for Good Charitable Program launched in 2013 and further established Mazda's commitment to charitable service with a pledge to, uh, to its customers and communities, in which it does business, responsible for donating more than $2.7 million and pledging more than 56,000 charitable service hours in 2014. Mazda Drive for Good continues to provide monetary donations and community service throughout the year. For every new Mazda test drive between November 21st, so a couple weeks past, and through the first of the year, they'll pledge an hour of our time to a local worthy cause. Buy or lease any new Mazda during that period, and they'll donate $150 to select national or local charities. So if you want to go uh, take a test drive, they'll donate an hour of time. So they have to keep up with that. So uh, to find out more about the uh, event, you can check out Mazda Drive for Good. And it's uh, kind, of a, kind of a nice thing. And it's nice to hear that sort of stuff. The uh, folks from Tire Rack partnered with the uh, White House and the U.S. Department of Transportation, and they came up with uh, some thoughts on uh, tire-related crashes. Uh, tire Rack, America's largest independent tire tester and consumer direct source for tires, wheels, and performance, has partnered with the White House and the U.S. Department of Transportation for Tire Safety Month, which runs through January 9th, in support of the current administration's effort to raise consumer awareness about tire safety, cut carbon pollution, and save money at the pump. Together with a select lineup of tire manufacturers, fuel distributors, and tire retailers, TireRack.com uh, commits its full support to the newly announced initiative by displaying the campaign information, Be Tire Wise Guide, prominently on his website. So you can find out more information about TireRack.com. And the social media channels such as Facebook and Twitter, they also have information. According to the DOT tire report, there are roughly 11,000 tire-related vehicle crashes in the U.S. each year, and many of these can pre be prevented through proper tire maintenance, including tire inflation, balance, alignment, and rotation. And uh, just finding out more information. Every time we talk to the folks from the Rubber Manufacturers Association, we hear the same thing. And even when we talk to the folks at Sullivan Tire, we hear the same thing. Many uh, were honored to be partnered in this campaign with the current administration's efforts. Uh, that was Matt Edmonds, Vice President of Tire Rack. For more than 35 years, we've made it our priority to keep drivers safe on the roads by providing the tools they need for research, buy and install tires with confidence. Uh, also, according to the DOT report, uh, proper tire maintenance combined with the use of low rolling resistance tires could save a driver up to $80 per year and avoid up to 560 pounds of annual carbon dioxide pollution. So it's uh, to some extent it's about pollution, uh, but don't, you know, the gas prices have gone down considerably in the past few months. In fact, studies have shown that uh, year to year, most drivers have saved about $500 so far this year with the reduction in gas prices. So hopefully they'll continue to go down and not cause any other issues as they go down, which is, I suppose, an, another thing. And if you're somebody who doesn't, if you're thinking about the whole green car thing and electric vehicle thing, uh, a story from uh, the Associated Press says people who own all electric cars where coal generates the power may think they're helping the environment, but a new study finds their vehicles may actually make the air dirtier 
worsening global warming. Ethanol isn't so green either. It's kind of hard to be gasoline for public and environmental health, says co-chair Julian Marshall, an engineering professor at the University of Minnesota. A lot of technologies that we think of as being clean are not better than gasoline. The key is where the source of electricity for all electric cars come from. If it comes from coal, the electric cars produce three times more soot and smog than gas because of the pollution made in generating electricity. There's also significant worse heat trapping carbon dioxide. The study examines environmental costs for cars' entire life cycle, including where the power comes from and the environmental effects of building batteries. Unfortunately, when a wire is connected to an electric vehicle at one end and a coal-fired plant at the other end, the environmental consequences are worse than driving a normal gasoline-powered car. The states where the highest percentage of electricity coming from coal uh, according to the Department of Energy of West Virginia, Wyoming, Ohio, North Dakota, and Illinois, there's still something to be said for the idea of helping foster cleaner technology. It will be better once it's connected to a cleaner grid, said the study's co-author, uh, another University of Minnesota professor. The study finds that all electric vehicles cause 86% more deaths from air pollution than do cars powered by regular gasoline. Coal produces 90, 39% of the country's electricity, but if the uh, power supply comes from natural gas, the all-electric car produces half as many air pollution health-related problems as gasoline cars do. So if the power comes from wind, water, or wave energy, it produces about one-third. Hybrids and diesel engines are cleaner than gas, causing fewer air pollution deaths and spewing less heat-trapping gas. But ethanol isn't with 80% more air pollution mortality, according to the study. If we're using ethanol for environmental benefits, the air quality and climate change, we're going, they're going down the wrong path, according to these, uh, these folks from the University of Minnesota. So it's things I don't know about, but, uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see and, you know, see what, it's, see what this is all about. Uh, like I said, we're going to be uh, getting a copy of The Art of the Corvette to give away. And Chevy Corvette remains one of the most distinctive and beautiful American vehicles on the road today. This comes from the uh, author. And it says, with the launch of the 2014 Corvette Stingray, the seventh-generation model, Corvette fans, young and old, will be reminded why they love this vehicle in the first place. Featuring Corvettes from each generation, the outer of the Corvette continues Motorbook's popular art of series. And uh, Randy... Leffingwell wrote his first book, American Muscle, in 1989, while still on staff at the Los Angeles Times. Since then, he has authored 47 titles for Motorbook and his sister publication, Voyager Press, including the most recent example, the complete book of the 9-11 and Corvette 60 Years. He just finished Porsche 9-11, 50 Years of Reexamination. Uh, so it, it looks like an interesting book. Can't wait to take a look at it and can't wait to give it away to some lucky person who's going who's gonna to win it. Hey, John, it's uh, about time for a break, if you're ready. <laughs> Why don't we take a quick break? My name's John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. You're listening on AM 950 WROL, the spirit of Boston, or you could listen online at AM 950 WROL Radio. So WROLradio.com or AM 950, either way. We'll be right back. This is going to be a miserable Christmas. Well, maybe not, fellas. Sort of worried about Santa Claus this year. You're worried. My life's raining on this delivery. Cause we live way down south and it didn't snow down here. But I'm telling you not to worry. Cause I just got the word. 
Everybody listen closely And I'll tell you what I heard WROL Boston Fast and reliable. That's City of Boston Credit Union. Hi, I'm Dan Pae. If you're in the market for a new or used car, you need to check out City of Boston Credit Union. With some of the most competitive rates around, they're sure to have a deal that meets your financial needs. Visit cityofbostoncu.com to apply now or call 617-635-4545 to speak with an experienced member of their loan team. As a member of the City of Boston Credit Union family, I can tell you they have been loyal to their members in Boston for almost 100 years. With products and services for all your financial needs, check them out at cityofbostoncu.com or call 617-635-4545. Join me and become a member today. Membership open to anyone who lives or works in Suffolk or Norfolk County. With a variety of home mortgages, home improvement loans, and new government programs, they have the options you need. Check out their competitive loan rates at cityofbostoncu.com. Hi, this is Dave McCreary from Auto Toys. With Christmas right around the corner, you may be panicking over what type of gift to buy. With another frigid New England winter upon us, have you ever considered a remote car starter? No one enjoys getting into a freezing cold car, but with an Auto Toys remote car starter, you won't have to. We can make facing those cold days more bearable. And right now is the perfect time to call Auto Toys to set up an appointment. Or better yet, why not get an Auto Toys remote car starter gift certificate? And we'll mail it right to your home or office. They're also available in any dollar amount for GPS navigation, car audio, video, and lots more. I'm sure you know someone who could benefit from such a great gift. Come by and see us at 517 North Main Street, just off Route 128 in Randolph, or call 781-961-9800. At Auto Toys, we take pride in your ride. Merry Christmas from all of us at Auto Toys. Prices start at 179 installed, so call Auto Toys at 781-961-9800. That's 781-961-9800. You're listening to The Car Doctor. Out of all the rangers, you know you're the mastermind. Run, run, Rudolph. Randolph ain't too far behind. And welcome back to The Car Doctor program on AM 950 WROL, the spirit of Boston. Well, we're at Auto Toys in Randolph, and I think I've seen the third or fourth remote car starter go out the door, last-minute Christmas shopping. Um, and it's pretty good. They actually have uh, boxes wrapped up with uh, car starters, remote car starters in them, and they're essentially just props. They're not, they're not the one that is actually going to be installed, but it gives somebody something to open on Christmas Day. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really cute idea. If you would like to join us and chat about your car or whatever's on your mind on this uh, Saturday before Christmas, give us a call at 617-770-3030, 617-770-3030. Uh, let's see if the phones work this morning. Let's try Robert. Morning, Robert. Good morning, John. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, I'd like your opinion on the, uh, the Ram pickups. Okay. Uh, 1500 uh, you know, versus Chevy and Ford. Um. Currently, my favorite car, or favorite truck, is still the Chevy. I think they just do everything just right. The ride's a little bit better. The fuel economy's a little bit better. Um, I, it sort of it it sort of went Chevy, Dodge, Ford in my mind for the last few years. I had the opportunity a few years ago, and this was probably two years ago. I did sort of a back to back. 
Chevy, or actually I guess it was GMC, Ford, Dodge, or Ram at the time, I guess, and uh, Toyota and Nissan. So I drove literally all five full-size pickup trucks almost back-to-back within a couple-month period of time. And I still came away with saying, you know, I really like the Chevy. Uh, And of the two, I actually really like the GMC a little bit better than the Chevy. Um, It's just, just, uh, you know, almost personal taste at this point. I've driven the new... I haven't driven the new uh, Ram gasoline engine. I have driven the new Ram with the diesel in it, the uh, the just half-ton light-duty diesel. And it was pretty good, but I thought still, if you're going to be driving a truck, if you're going to be driving a truck and it's not going to be used for work all the time, I think the uh, the Silverado is just does a really nice job. Yeah, what I like about the Ram, uh, a lot of features that the other two don't offer. Uh, you know, they have coil spring rear on the half-ton. Right. Uh, got the Ram box, eight-speed automatic. Yeah, the eight-speed automatic is new, and yeah. I haven't driven it with the gas engine. With the diesel, with the diesel, it was actually nice because it. it um, I think it. Uh, I think it had the eight-speed in it when I drove it. I thought it quieted the engine down a little bit. Yeah. Um, the Ram boxes. I I like. I like them, and I don't. It seems like it kind of made me look at it and go, why did everybody take so long to come up with this idea? It's it's almost like the same thing with the uh, indentations in the bumper in the in the uh, Chevy. So it makes yeah, it easier yeah. to step on the, in the back. Why did it take so long for somebody to come up with something that sounded so simple? Yeah, really. um, I like the Ram box a, a lot, um, but they're... I, I'd like to see that 8-speed transmission get tested out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I noticed that uh, I was in something with a Dodge 8-speed, and I was I worried about it just a little bit. Now, certainly uh, Chrysler's had its problems over the past with uh, transmissions, but I don't. I think they've pretty, mel- pretty much got it all sorted out. And like you said, the coil spring suspension in the in the Ram actually, I thought didn't ride a whole lot different than the than the leaf springs in the in the Silverado. So. Um, I kind of looked at both of them and said, you know, if you look at ride quality, I, I still, th- I still th- sort of thought the uh, Silverado had a little bit better ride quality than the, than the uh, Dodge did. Yeah, I, I was just more curious about reliability, customer yeah. satisfaction. Uh, since yeah, since yeah. took them over now. Yeah, and you know, it's funny. I was talking to an old-time Chrysler mechanic. Uh, earlier in the week and i said what do you what do you feel about uh you know fiat and they've actually changed their name now it's actually fca i think is now the parent company instead of whatever they were calling themselves before and it's been um you know we were talking about it he's like yeah i don't know if i'm prepared to buy the the chrysler products that are more rebadged fiat yet uh but you know fiat's you know one of the you know largest automakers in the world they own ferrari and you know numbers of you know numbers of other companies that you probably don't think much of but no it's i haven't heard of any kind of quality issues yet but everything's still pretty new that uh, that is really sort of a you know uh development of the whole fiat thing so but as far as with the pickup truck i think you're getting so much you know so much of the the old chrysler in it which is you know which could be a good thing you know yeah yeah i noticed they have two a speeds one for the hemi v8 and the other one for the uh, v6 
Yeah, because the the hemi it's just a heavier duty. Like you know, no different than years and years ago when you know there was different versions of you know Chrysler torque flights. You know, it was just it just depended on the uh, you know the how much performance came out of the engine. So that sort of makes sense. That's why that's why even the uh, original Dodge Ram uh, had had a very special transmission in it, just so it didn't tear it apart because it developed so much torque down low. So. Okay, John. Uh, okay. For your opinion. All right. You have a great Christmas. Yeah, take care, Robert. You too. 617-770-3030. We talked to um, uh, the folks that developed a little uh, portable jump start device back a while ago, and uh, it was, uh, it it seems like everybody has one now. It's a little electronic box that you can connect a little tiny pair of jumper cables to, and Pile Audio, a good good audio manufacturer, they have one now. It's a 5-in-1 car starter and power bank, uh, and it has uh, three ports for device charging, so you can, you know, charge up your... um, you know, cell phone and tablet and all this, all that kind of thing. It's uh, only about two and a half pounds. It's uh, a little over a hundred bucks, but you can actually jump start your car, and, it, and the thing fits in the glove compartment. The uh, the one that Johnson Jang co- called us about, uh, and apparently his business is going quite well. Um, that one I have I have used it just once, and it was uh, it was a pretty remarkable little device, little handheld device the size of a paperback book that I plugged a pair of jumper cables into and actually was able to do a jump start with it which was um, which was kind of kind of a nice thing when you when you get down to it nice way you know I, I have a uh, I have a jump start box and I used to have a big battery charger at my house a big giant battery charger you, you needed two hands to carry it and that was always in case of emergency in case I had a dead battery in one of our cars and I gave it away a couple of years ago because I don't think I'd turned it on in years and I have a jump start box which I keep charged up in case of emergencies and lots and lots of jumper cables it seems like over the years I keep collecting them including one that is a really really good set that is probably 24 feet long and it's made out of almost looks like welding cable it's this heavy duty wire great for jump starting so hello john uh we have doug on line one let's talk to uh doug and uh, uh our friend marita was telling us about doug so doug what can we do for you yes good morning how are you good how are you good i have a, a 2003 toyota tacoma mm-hmm uh, what would trigger the engine check engine light to come on? Any number of a million things, oh. <laughs> uh, including something as simple as a loose gas cap. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, is it flashing or staying on steady? Staying on steady. Staying on steady. So, what that means is the the computer inside the vehicle. Um, measures and looks at a variety of different things all the time when you're driving the car. Okay. And if um, if it sees something that falls under the, you know, outside of the normal range mm-hmm. and it does it more than once, it'll turn on the check engine light. Okay. Now, sometimes it can be, I've even seen a weird tank of gas do it once in a while. Oh. Uh, but why, it, why I asked you if it was flashing or not. If it starts to flash, that indicates that there's a problem that's uh, so, something related to a skip. It could be a, uh, a plug or an injector or, or something along those lines. And that you want to get taken care of right away because if the engine starts to skip, it could overheat the catalytic converter, and then it's just going to cost you a lot more money. Oh. But if this, was, if this was my car, the very first thing I would do is go and make sure the gas cap was tight. Mm-hmm. And 
then you could go someplace they could they could read the check engine light for you a lot of garages will you know do a quick scan AutoZone and places like that will do it for you yeah. uh, and they'll hook a little scanner up to it and just see what the code is and if it's a code for a um, evaporative emissions leak which means that when you shut your car off all the fumes are supposed to stay in the car and get reburned if it's some sort of evaporative leak that could have just been the result of the loose gas cap. If it's still an evaporative leak, it could be, and what's very common with Toyota products is it's usually, it's usually a, a, a vent valve for the fuel tank for this evaporative system. And that's common. I haven't heard it so much on, on your vehicle, but real common on the Camrys and the Corollas and all that sort of stuff. A couple hundred bucks is what it would take to get that fixed. Yeah, okay. But right now, I'd, I'd have the code checked, see what it is, and out of curiosity, I'd go out and just spin the gas cap and make sure it's tight. Yeah. Now, the other thing, too, is after it, when I drive it a little bit, after it gets, say, I drive a little bit of a distance, and it starts, when the engine seems like when it gets warm, it starts to vibrate. Hmm. The steering wheel, you know? Really? Yeah, it shakes. That's not good. No. Now, now is it above a certain speed? No, I don't think so. No. Uh, yeah, no. When, when I, when I, yeah, when I come to a slowdown, it seems to go away, but when I step on the gas, it starts to shake again. Yeah, the other weird thing is with your model, is it, you, do you have the V6 in that? Yeah. Yeah, the other weird thing with the V6 engine is the front pulley on the engine where the, um, where the, belts, the belt wraps yeah, around, yeah. the bottom pulley, yeah. some of those pulleys actually came loose. And that could cause a vibration. It could also cause a check engine light to come on. Oh. So if if you go in and they tell you it looks like it's a code for a crankshaft sensor or a camshaft sensor or something along those lines, yeah. uh, the other thing I'd want to do is check and see if that lower pulley started to spin. Oh. Because that was that was fairly common on some of those vehicles, so yeah. it's worth taking a look at. What year did you say it was? 2003. Let's see. I, that may have even been some sort of a... Um, not a not a recall, but a, a some kind of update or something too, because it was it was pretty common. It was a Toyota. What what was it again? Tacoma. Tacoma, yeah. Yeah. And um, and that was just one of those. That was just one of those ones that they had this this weird problem with, and yeah. it was. Um, taking a look here. I I know they I know they we saw it quite a bit in some of the older ones, and it was. It was one of those things. It's like, how can you know they, they've mm. been building engines for so long? How do the how does the crankshaft pulley come loose? But, but it does, and uh, that can that can cause some funny stuff to happen. Oh. I don't see it. I don't see it on yours, but I have run into it mm. on a couple of different cars and a couple of different makes. It isn't just it isn't just Toyotas either. It's oh, a yeah. variety of different ones. So, mm -hmm. but it, it's worth taking a look at. But the first thing you need to do have somebody scan scan the. Uh, the engine for codes and see what see what is turning that check engine light on. Oh. That's going to at least put you in the right direction of where to go. Yeah, because I was wondering, can I get up to a certain speed and uh, it starts to, the steering wheel is actually shaking, you know? Yeah, if that's the case, if it's shaking because of the engine, mm. and I would only want you to do this, um, you know, if you're driving along at, say, 40 or 50 miles an hour and the steering wheel's shaking, put the, put the transmission in neutral. Yeah. And coast and see if the vibration goes away. Yeah. If it doesn't go away, you know it's you know tire and wheel related. Oh. If it does go away, it's got something to do with the engine and it could be could be any number of things, you know, oh, yeah. from 
like I said, that pulley could have turned just mm-hmm. enough, and that's throwing the engine a little yeah. bit out of balance, and that's what's causing the vibration. Yeah, I know, because when, it, when it's in idle, when they come to a stop, it's, it doesn't shake, you know? It doesn't shake. So, so you step on the gas. Yeah. Yeah, so, and it could be, you, you could be starting to see the very beginning of a little bit of a skip, a little bit of a hesitation, and the computer hasn't picked that up yet. Oh, okay. Okay. Very good. Thank you very much. All right. All right. Yes, Thanks, have Doug. Have a good day. You too. Okay. Merry Christmas. 617-770-3030. We also. We're, broad, we're broadcasting live from Auto Toys in Randolph. And Marita, do we have another call? Yes, you have Tom on line three. Let's talk to Tom. Good morning, Tom. Hi, John. Uh, thinking about buying a new Honda Fit, and uh, I've been reading. I, it's brand new from the ground up from a brand new factory in Mexico, and I'm a little concerned. What would you do? You have any well, concern? Yeah. I mean, it's always possible. You know, you, you never know what's going to happen, but um, I've driven the new Honda Fit. I really liked it, even yeah. though it's a little bit smaller. But as far as quality-wise, I mean, all the all the Honda engineers are in the factory. Um, you always have to worry a little bit about, you know, what's going to happen with, um, you know, a new factory. Do they have to go through some growing pains or some yeah. issues? Um, I really, I really haven't haven't really heard of anything that would make me not want to buy one. Um, yeah. And it really depends on. It's it's kind of funny where where cars are made sometimes because. And this is going back a few years ago, but the highest quality uh, Toyota Camrys that were built were actually built in Canada because it was a really slow, it was a really older plant that moved pretty slowly. Uh-huh. And they built the highest quality cars, the ones, and then it was sort of the next best quality ones were built in the United States. And the, and the ones with the most quality issues were built in Japan. Oh my God! Wow. Yeah. Who the fuck that? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, it, and it was, and it really had to do with just you know uh, the age of the plant and all of that. So, a brand sure. new plant in you know Hermosa or wherever they're building, you know, building Honda yeah. Fits, you know, probably you know probably isn't an issue. They probably had to you know go through some you know some little bit of a you know growing pains with it. But other than that, I would think that's about it. Okay, and uh, I drove one, and some reports are that the engine is kind of noisy. I- that was the only thing I noticed, too, when I was well, driving. Yeah, I mean, that's the case in every Honda vehicle, uh, you know, ah. every small Honda vehicle. You know, the CRV is a little bit noisy. Even the new one, the 2015, yeah. people say it's a little bit noisy. But, I I mean, for for a nimble little car that that has a good use of space inside of it. Yeah, it's um, great in that respect. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, and, and it gets, you know, almost like hybrid gas mileage. You know, it gets almost 40 miles per gallon out on the highway. And you, I, what about the CVT tranny? Any um, issues with a CVT tranny? Uh, you know, Honda, Honda's biggest weak spot in a lot of their cars was their automatic transmission. So yeah. I'm kind of thinking maybe the CVT is going to be their savior and, you know, okay. fix a lot of their problems. So, so there hasn't been... Special, special maintenance of CVT. No, uh, no, no. Okay. And CVTs, CVTs by design are real simple. Okay. Um, you know, it's essentially two pulleys and a belt that spins up and down the pulleys. So it's a fairly simple design. Does the belt have to be, excuse me, does the belt have to be changed? Never. After? No. You know, pro- you, know, probably, you know, probably at some point because it's a wear item, but it's a wear item like everything else. And it's probably yeah, going to, yeah, you know, yeah. depend okay. on how you drive it. Yeah. Okay. But no, well, I. Quick. Yeah. One go ahead. Quick. Uh, I got a Spencer uh, uh, van and I store it a lot. And I noticed a little bit of uh, what feels like uh, warpage in the rotors. Mm-hmm. Deal with a small amount of that, or should I have it attended to? Well, it's not going to get any better by itself, right? Um, 
No, I mean right right it's at this right, point. Right, it's right, right. Yeah, yeah. If it's you know, there's there's not there's not going to be a whole lot fixing it. It's going to be either try to resurface them maybe or replace them again. Yeah. Um, my own personal car, I put. I think I'm on my second set of. Uh, I put rear rotors on it over the summer. I put front rotors on it a couple years ago, and uh, I'm very cautious about hand tightening the wheels, using a torque wrench, and all those yeah. kind of things. And still, I got a brake vibration I noticed uh, a couple weeks ago. And right oh. now, I'm I'm I, I have no plans to do anything with it. I'll wait until the spring or the you know early yeah, summer right. and then deal it's with it with that. Yeah. yeah, if it's, it's very slight, if it's yeah. very slight, I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. All right. You too, Tom. Take care. Why don't we take another break, pay some bills, and when we come back, let's talk to Dave and see what's new here at Auto Toys. We'll be right back. WROL Boston. Hi, this is Pastor Matt from Calvary Chapel, North Shore on the Calvary Road. The scriptures teach us that unto us a son was given. God gave his only son for us, and we celebrate that this Christmas season. Have a very Merry Christmas. We'd like to invite you to join us for our Christmas Eve service, December 24th at 5 o'clock p.m. For more information on Calvary Chapel North Shore, visit us on the web at calvarychapelns.org. May the Lord bless you. It's a sale so big, Kohl's is open 24 hours, all day and all night, starting 6 a.m. Friday, December 19th through 6 p.m. Christmas Eve. Now you can get all of your holiday shopping done when you want to. Plus, everyone gets $10 Kohl's cash for every $50 spent. Kohl's is open 24 hours, starting 6 a.m. Friday through 6 p.m. Christmas Eve. Find your yes, Kohl's. Hours may vary by location. See store or kohls.com for details. Merry Christmas. This is Dr. Anthony Olatunji and Pastor Gloria Olatunji, pastors of Destiny Molders Church in Randolph, Massachusetts. We are trusting God for an incredible Christmas season for you and your family. The beginning of a turnaround season when Emmanuel, our God that is always with us, will do great and mighty things in your lives. We want to invite you to join us daily on WEZE 590 at 11.45 a.m. for a Destined to Win program. Merry Christmas, saints of God. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Now, let's get back to the car doctor. We're at Auto Toys in Randolph, one of my favorite places to come just before Christmas time because everybody seems happy when they come in here and when they leave, which is good. Tell us a little bit about uh, what's hot this year. It seems to be remote car starters still. As usual, remote car starters are definitely the popular item. And uh, you guys you guys are pretty cute the way you do it. You have little boxes all wrapped up. So for somebody lazy like me, you do the Christmas wrapping for you. We do the hard work. It's all ready to go, so you just got to stop by. It just takes a moment to write you up, and whether you want to do it as just a deposit to a car because you're not sure what year exactly, you can do it that way, or you can pay the thing in full, and we'll take care of it either way. They can pay on the day of the install or in full today. 
And uh, you guys have a lot of auto accessories. I, I know I got a letter from somebody the other day, and it was they were looking for a backup camera, and they don't live near here. In fact, I think I asked them to call you and say, can you recommend somebody up in the North Shore or something just because I know sometimes – installers know each other and you know sometimes my trade work off once in a while but um you have some you have some pretty slick backup cameras that uh look like uh original equipment especially with like the uh, the ones that use the rear view mirror yeah we do specialty ones for pickup trucks minivans and most of the time we can make it look pretty unobtrusive almost to the point where nobody can even guess where it is unless we show them well, I saw the you have one on display that is made into a, like a license plate frame, and it's so much better looking than that the ones with the uh, big ugly camera that you wouldn't even know that was a camera in there. Correct. Yeah, unless people know, I'll point out a certain car we've done out in the parking lot and ask if they can find it, and they usually can't. So. Yeah. And uh, and those and those uh, people have them for. Well, today's cars are hard to back up sometimes. They're, the trunk, trunk lids are so high, their they're rear windows are smaller, but also nice for pickup trucks if you pull a trailer and line up the trailer hitch. Absolutely, real popular with that. We do stuff like that for pickups too, in case you don't know. We do like strobe kits, we do wiring for you know hitches or for backup lights, for plows, that type of thing. People don't know we do that. So. And a lot of... A lot of um, People want to go to upgrade their headlight systems, and I notice you guys have LEDs now. Yeah, we do everything from high-end 12-volt upgrades to HIDs, which have been popular for years, and now moving towards some LED stuff, too. And there is a real difference in quality between LEDs. I've seen some that you see them on the Internet, and they're cheap, and they last a week. Just like HIDs, you can buy very, very inexpensive toy-like ones, and you can buy real ones, professional ones, that are going to last and, uh, you know, that's that's one thing when people, I think, you know, dealing with a professional like you guys, you know which ones are the right ones to buy. Correct. We'll test them. We'll use them in our own vehicles before we'll ever sell them to a customer. And um, we give you a full year on anything that we do. So you're not going to have to be pulling them out a second time or third time or fourth time and paying labor on that and then sending them back over there and waiting weeks with no headlights while you're waiting for them to come back. So, yeah. And speaking of which, uh, when it comes to installation, you guys you guys uh, have been around for a long time. And that's some of the issues I think sometimes I hear people that have either a, a high-end stereo put in or a remote, remote car starter put in, and they have a problem a year later, and all of a sudden, whoever they were dealing with, they're gone. Exactly. 28 years. I've been here personally, um, 18 of them. So you're going to recognize our faces if you come in here, and you're going to know that we've been around and we, you know, it's kind of like a little family here. Most of the guys have been here quite a long time, and um, the customers realize that as they continue to return and realize that we're the same people, and we've been here, we're staying here. Yeah. And part of it's really the installation too. It's you have to make sure it's installed correctly. And you guys don't go in hacking up wiring harnesses and using Scotch lock connectors and things like that. You guys do it the right way. Yeah, we keep all the factory warranties. We don't cut through the harnesses. Um, customers really like that because they're not coming back with issues and when they go to the dealer they're not voiding any warranties um, this is the place to go if you want to make sure your car is not going to have any issues in the future and I you got a customer in but before we let you go I, I always I always hear sometimes some dealers will say things like oh you can't put that in avoid the warranty that's nonsense correct yeah I had somebody come in with a brand new 14 Lexus yesterday and the dealer told them flat out that it would not happen it couldn't work and it wouldn't work the car and we had told them that two weeks ago we had just done the car and it wasn't an issue at all and we take care of everything from your basic corollas up to high-end mercedes bmw volvo and we've done all of them in the last six weeks so 
And uh, remote car stars, again, uh, our, our buddy Paul Sullivan, who does the Irish show that comes on after me, uh, keeps telling me remote car stars are cheaper than a garage. Substantially cheaper than a garage, yes, agreed. Uh, warms warms up the car in cold weather, cools off the car in hot weather. Uh, even uh, people with kids uh, carrying a baby out to a car on a cold day, you don't want to have them all bundled up because it's not safe to put a baby in a car seat wearing layers and layers of clothes. So you pre-start the car, warm it up a little bit, and your kid goes in there nice and warm and toasty, and the kid's nice and safe. Correct. And for those of you out there that have a proximity key or what you would know as a push-to-start car, we do dozens of them. So very, very uh, simple installs when you know what you're doing. And again, never affects the warranties in any way, shape, or form, and they work wonderful. Yeah, great. Well, I know you have a customer, and uh, we'll talk to you again before the end of the show. Thanks. You also that was have Dave, John the D. Owner on line of one. Auto Toys. Great company to do business with here in Randolph. And if you're looking for that last minute uh, Christmas gift, the remote car starter is certainly one of them. But looking at the uh, stereo systems they have here, and there's still a certain amount of aftermarket products that, that people want to put in. I was here uh, testing out the equipment the other day, and there was a um, guy came in, and he was talking about adding this amp and adding this and adding this and checking out the speakers and, you know, really trying to try some of the stuff out first and, you know, just, uh, you know, just does, does a, lot of, a lot of that type, type of stuff. So good to see. If you would like to join us, our phone number is 617-770-3030, 617-770-3030. 770-3030 is how you get through and talk to us about your car and your car problems. And uh, Marita will let me know what's going on. You have John D. on line one. Let's talk to John. Good morning, John. Good morning, John. How are you, sir? Long, long, long time listener. 84 I know. years old. What can I do with you this morning, sir? I don't have a caucus. I just want to wish you a happy holiday. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. That's and. And and you have you have been listening for a long time. Oh yes. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that too. And uh, and uh, you you and uh, your family and uh, certainly have a merry Christmas and a happy New Year and be safe and uh, keep listening. Yeah. Now uh, after I go off the air at ten o'clock, I'm going to get to the uh, Saturday Globe and read your column. Well, you know, you you do it the right way. You find a place to get it for free, right? Exactly. Well, yep. well, it's it. I'll let you call them and put the paper back and go home. Well, I usually, I usually buy, I usually, I don't always buy the Globe on Saturdays. I, I've been buying it for the last month or so because uh, there was a couple things I wanted to see uh, how they were doing with my column in it, and uh, and if I buy the paper in Quincy. It's a dollar and a quarter. This morning I bought the paper. This morning I bought the paper in Randolph, and it's two dollars. Whoa! I, yeah, yeah. If you go I was, to market basket, you get four percent off the dollar fifty. I, I know. I'm gonna have gonna have to do something. So, and okay. and and uh, the other thing is, I took a little clip of you know when you called in and told me about how you get the paper. I actually took a little clip of that and I put it on. Uh, I put it on my little podcast site where people can listen to old shows. And by the way, people have heard you heard you about a thousand times now. Say that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's an early Christmas present from John Paul to John D. <laughs> uh, I believe you called it. You were in like John Paul Heaven or something. And, yeah. Something and, 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 and that's John that's what Paul I titled right. it. And it, that's what I titled it. And it's been listened to a whole bunch of times. So thank you very much. All right. Take care, John. Merry Christmas. Same to you. Bye bye. Bye bye. 
thinking about buying a minivan? Well, they haven't done so great in the offset crash tests. Each day, thousands of parents hit the uh, button on their key fob and open a power sliding door of their family minivan and watch their kids amble into their seats, knowing the vehicle is among the safest on the road. Eh, when it comes to this new crash test, they might be wrong. The Insurance Institute for Highway Safety recently completed small overlap front crashes on four minivans sold in the United States, Toyota, Sienna, Nissan, Quest, Chrysler Town & Country, and its twin, the Dodge Grand, Grand Caravan. And only three of three of the four actually earned poor ratings. And the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety, uh, you know, you have to give them credit. But on the other hand, they, it seems like they just build these tests and i guess if one car does better than the others it makes sense to keep pushing and pushing and pushing minivans are popular among parents a group that tends to be safety conscious but we've only seen two so far that offer decent protection a small overlap crash test which means it's not a head-on collision it's not a side collision it's just in about where the fender and the hood come together the exception to the disappointing uh, pattern is the toyota sienna which earns an, an acceptable rating and uh, it joins the Honda Odyssey, which earned a good rating in the small Tesla, a small overlap test last year. The key is that Sedona wasn't tested because uh, of the changes to its vehicle to improve the crash worthiness. The other two vehicles, uh, the Quest and the Town and Country, are actually due to be redesigned this year too. So they're probably going to. We'll have to see how they do in the next round of testing when that comes up. So just things to think about. I got an email from, it's a group called, let's see, uh, I don't know who it was from, but it, it's, uh, I apologize for that. It says, uh, chances are the driver's hitting someone or something in a busy parking lot this holiday season. Chances are it's a man, according to, uh, again, it's carinsurance.com's new survey. And if someone is waiting to take a spot and the other driver is taking their own sweet time, they're probably a man, too, it says here. Uh, carinsurance.com, an independent, quote, comparison website, surveyed 2,000 drivers, asking them what strategy they use to score a parking spot in a crowded lot, as well as which spaces they covet what types of parking accidents they've experienced, and how they react to parking lot con confrontations. Many drivers are willing to circle around until they find just the right spot. Here's how people say they deal with crowded lots. Uh, and they, they, put, they put little names in. The vulture circles a lot at least twice besides deci before deciding where to park. That's 38% of the people. The stalker follows people with bags or shopping carts and waits for them to load and leave. I don't know. They always seem to take an extra amount of time. The quitter leaves the parking lot if it's crowded and and has a few spaces open. That's more like me. Cuts someone off to get to their spot. I've seen that happen. And the Sherpa straddles their car on top of snow banks to fit in spaces where others won't dare to use. You see pickup trucks doing that once in a while. More men than women uh, have hit carts, poles, cart corrals, cars, pedestrians, and parking lots. Among those who have had a parking lot accident, here's what happened. Someone hit me, 53%. Uh, of that, 59% uh, were women, 45% were men. I hit another car, 35%, 33% women, 37% men. I hit a pole, 11% women, 19% men. I hit a cart, 5% women, 12% men. So in general, we're not very good at driving, it seems like. Um, hit the cart, the cart corral, not too good. Hit a pedestrian. 4%, jeesh, 1% women, 8% men. And among those who have had parking lot confrontations over spaces, here's what happened. 
used a hand gesture while driving, said something to the other party, physically touched another person, physically touched another person's car, and called security. Sheesh. I'm staying home. That's all there is to it. We could take a break. Why don't we take a quick break? My name's John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. You're listening on AM 950 WROL, the spirit of Boston. We're broadcasting live from Auto Toys in Randolph. Uh, A great place to come if you're thinking about buying that last-minute Christmas gift. You want that uh, remote car starter, upgrade that auto stereo. Maybe even have that trailer hitch wired up correctly. I'll do it here, right here at Auto Toys in Randolph. We'll be right back. Dashing through the snow in my rusty Chevrolet. Down the road I go, sliding all the way. I need new piston rings. I need some new snow tires. My car is held together by a piece of chicken wire. Oh, rust and smoke, the heaters broke, the door just flew away. I light a match to see the dash, and then I start to pray. The frame is bent, the muffler went, the radio, it's okay. Oh, what fun it is to drive this rusty Chevrolet. WROL Boston. Sullivan Tire and Auto Service, New England's tire headquarters, announces a giant sale on all Bridgestone and Firestone snow and all-season tires. Now through the end of December, stop into any of our 67 locations and save big on these quality road-gripping tires. Huge savings on a full line of Bridgestone tires, including the Bridgestone Blizzak and Ecopia. Tremendous deals on a full range of Firestone tires, such as the Firestone Winter Force, Destination, and more. Quality Firestone and Bridgestone tires, now at low sale prices. If you find a better price anywhere else, will match it. And when it comes to service, Sullivan Tire is an industry leader with the best technical team of ASC certified professionals ready to keep your car running right. We do it all. Brakes, mufflers, batteries, transmissions, oil changes, tune-ups, wheel alignments, and so much more. Plus, we offer free shuttle service, free Wi-Fi, free tire and air pressure checks, and more. Hurry in for the giant sale on all quality Bridgestone and Firestone tires, now through December 31st. See SullivanTire.com. Peace of mind driving. You deserve it. We provide it. The staff of Salem Communications Boston would like to wish you and your family a very warm, loving, and God-filled Merry Christmas. We love and value our listeners so much that we want to share in the joy that is Christmas. So because we can, we wish all a very Merry Christmas from our family to yours. Now, let's get back to the car doctor. And I promised I would talk about the car that got me here today, which is the 2015 Buick LaCrosse. And it is a, uh, it came in a, a carbon black metallic with a sangria with ebony leather interior. It's actually a pretty car inside. Uh, powered by a 3.6 liter engine, six-speed transmission. This one happens to be all-wheel drive, so it's all ready for wintertime. Uh, four, uh, you know, ABS brakes, intelligent uh, brake assist, uh, electronic limited slip differential, uh, just stability control. Uh, it has uh, 
lane departure warning. It also has a blind spot monitor that uh, if you start to back up, it actually jiggles the seat a little bit. Push button start. It has remote start in this car. And I have to talk to Dave about this. It's a remote start system. It works pretty well, but it doesn't have a lot of distance. I wonder what he can do about that. It also Peter, has also It also has OnStar with uh, uh, 4G LTE built-in hotspots. So in theory, if I had a problem doing my program, I could have actually hooked up all my stuff in the car with a 110-volt outlet, which is also in the car, and done the program from the car. So, but going down the road, uh, if, you know, if you think uh, Buicks are big floaty boaty boats, this is not the case with this car at all. This car rides great, handles well, decent performance, uh, 26 miles per gallon out in the highway, uh, 17 miles per gallon out in the city. I've been averaging about 23, 24 miles per gallon. Uh, just, a, just a great car all the way around and a very stylish car. A lot of people, it's really, uh, it's really turned heads pretty much every way it's gone. Let's real quick talk to Peter. Good morning, Pete. Peter, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. I, I just wanted to uh, let you know I um, took from the library the uh, Jason Vines book. Uh, oh, did you? What would Jesus drive? Yeah. What a tremendous read. Um, great little, insight. He was he was right. A little salty, right? Very. Very. <laughs> but it makes it makes you feel we're in the uh, in the conference room with the uh, the car executives and uh, what really goes on. Uh, it's not what's on TV, that's for sure. It, it certainly is. And a fabulous read for anyone who's a car uh, enthusiast, a fan, and uh, talks about the uh, Firestone Explorer tire yep. blow-ups and the uh, Nissan revamp program, and when uh, the Germans took over Chrysler, he was he was involved with all that stuff. He, he was. He, pretty interesting character and stand-up comedian. Who would have known? Well, yeah, you can yeah. tell by uh, some of the language that he's yeah. he's worked a few nightclubs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, Peter, thank you, thank you for calling in, and uh, and I uh, want to wish you a merry Christmas as well. And and uh, you know maybe there'll be a new Edsel under the tree. Uh, absolutely. Well, <laughs> that would be that'd be nice, John. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Merry All right. Christmas, take, John. Take, take care, you. Peter. Merry Christmas to you too. Thank you. And I'm I'm willing to bet maybe is Paul Sullivan in the studio? Hey, I. I want to know what Jesus would drive. What was the uh, result of the book? Well, it's sort of a it was sort of a title. Okay, it was sort of a title. All but right. it was it's a very it's a very interesting book written in a and and I guess the the best way to describe it was a bit of the the language was a bit salty because apparently that's how people talk in corporate boardrooms. No way, really. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. I've so been uh, a, I've been in a couple. I didn't notice that. You didn't notice? Although no. when they were talking to me, sometimes yeah. It, it, it'll, so I, got, I, I think I blocked that out of my head. Well, well, I, I don't know what to tell you about that. So, uh, so what's going on today? What's, uh, what's up for the Irish Ship Parade today? Well, you, I woke up this morning and they told me it was the Saturday before Christmas. And I said, hey, that's right. And uh, for, for shopping people, I guess the malls are going to be crowded and all the shops are going to be full. But for me, it means every song I play is a Christmas song. Every song, every song you play on the Irish Hit Parade will be a Christmas song. Yeah, that's so. been my um, my goal on the Saturday show before Christmas for the last thirty whatever years, mm -hmm. and we and we pulled it off. It was harder back in the day because there were like four Irish Christmas songs then, but but now there's all kinds of Irish Christmas. Oh yeah, the library's expanded yeah. exponentially. Well, 
We're just about out of time. We're hey, you went to you went to car toys like I told you. To. Auto toys. Oh. Yeah. Auto, Auto toys. toys. Sorry. Also, a quick yeah. add in. Uh, Rick wanted to co- to comment and wish you a Merry Christmas as well. Well, I, I want to wish Rick a Merry Christmas as well, too. And I want to wish all of our listeners a Merry Christmas because it is, uh, it is that time of season. But also, I truly appreciate everyone who listens and everybody back at the station, uh, uh, Marita and everybody else there who keeps us on the air every Saturday and uh, just wish uh, them the best for the Christmas season and the upcoming uh, new year coming up. Uh, we will be back. Uh, next Saturday, as always, live in the studio. Until then, uh, Merry Christmas, and make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, and be good to your heart. Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.